This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen, 721, partly cloudy today. Good chance of afternoon, evening showers, some thunder developing at a high of 84. Right now, 62. Jeff and Jen. The Jeff and Jen Good Vibes RV Tour continues this weekend. Going to be out of Mike's Car Wash in Eastgate from 10 until 3. But uh, really, any depending on what you got going on this weekend and where you're going to be, any Mike's Car Wash will do for the purposes of what we've got going on. Mike's Car Wash has agreed to donate $1 from all Ultimate Washes purchased at all Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, and Dayton locations, and they're going to donate that dollar to Crayons to Computers. So cool. I'm excited for us to go and and do this. I went and took a tour of the Crayons to Computers spot over in Bond Hill Uh uh, earlier this week. So what they do is they collect money and school supplies and then they put them in like kind of a, a store. They have a little store, mm-hmm. and teachers can come and shop for free to get the supplies they that need they for mean. their classrooms. That's pretty awesome. And locally, they serve 155,000 students. Oh, my God. 13,000 teachers take advantage of that in over 600 schools, so it makes a huge difference. I mean, it is shocking to find out how much teachers spend out of their own pocket to take care of the kids that either can't afford all of the school supplies that they need oh, or yeah. if their school system just isn't giving them everything that they need for their classroom. Oh, I mean, it's, it's just, it's insane. Yeah. But, you know, teachers do it because they love it. They're not in it for the money. That's for certain. They had, and uh, then what little they have, they spend. They had a whole staff kind of setting up the like the, the store. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, what time do the doors open? She's like, in about an hour and a half. And I said, oh, it's people just kind of spend, you know, the day shop. She's like, there will be 400 people at that door. Oh, my Holy God. mackerel. And I said, oh, Almost like, you know, those old Mervyn's commercials where they're like, open, 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 <laughs> open. Or whatever store that was. She's like, that's exactly how it is. Wow. And people come in and shop. She's like, and then we'll clean up the store and we'll do it again the next day. It, and it is expensive. If you've got, especially if you've got two, three, five, seven kids, it's a lot of stuff you got to get. So if you want to be a part of this and make a contribution, it, it, it literally is as simple as washing your car Saturday and here's what Mike's has agreed to do. In addition to donating a dollar from all the Ultimate Washes that are purchased on Saturday, Saturday only Ultimate Washes are just 15 bucks. Normally they're 20 So nice. they're, they're discounting the Ultimate Wash, and then they'll take a dollar from that and uh, each dollar for all of the Mike's Car Wash locations around the Tri-State will be participating in this. We, however, will be live on site at the Mike's Car Wash Eastgate location 
from 10 until 3. So stop by, purchase an ultimate wash, and help us and Mike's Car Wash help the students and teachers of greater Cincinnati. It is 724. The Lizard Man. Is the Lizard Man coming out during the solar eclipse? And where to splurge? And where to skimp on back-to-school shopping? It is Friday, August 11th of 2017. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. I know, I'm trying to think. I don't I don't think I've had Pop Rock since I was a kid. I know, and you know, since Mikey died, I haven't. That did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a little afraid. Even though it didn't happen, I still think of it every time I see Pop Rocks. Man, that was the that was that was probably the first urban legend that I know of that I ever completely bought hook, line, and sinker. It didn't it didn't mess with you though, didn't it? Because I mean, oh my god, Mikey from the, the story goes Mikey. the story goes that the kid who played Mikey in the life's in the old classic life serial commercial that was shot in the 1970s. He likes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ran this commercial for years. This thing was on the air. And they said that the little kid who played Mikey in the Life Serial commercials died because Pop Rocks, what? It exploded in it his stomach. Exploded in his stomach them. and it killed him, right? But didn't he have like Pop Rocks and drank a soda? Wasn't that? Yeah, like that's that what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I he combined soda that. with Pop Rocks and his stomach exploded. But that didn't happen, right? No. But- yeah. But we believe I bought it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I was scared. It scared me off of Pop Rocks, that's yeah. for sure. I forget what restaurant I was at one time, but they have a Pop Rocks margarita and they put them in the margarita. So oh, I bet that's drink fun. the margarita and then they it are like fizzles. floating in your mouth. I love giving kids Pop Rocks for the first time because they don't know. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513 791 4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> like but to my nephews, I, do I remember Zachary cried. He was like, I don't like it. Oh. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> Eat some more. You're such a good aunt. I know. I'm going to be an even better mom. <laughs> but if you've never had them before, I think you can still find them around. Oh, absolutely. You can find them at like Ameristop or whatever. They have them and they have different flavors now. Back in the day, remember, it was just like one. Right. They, it seems like they always have cherry and grape flavors. Grape. And there's mm-hmm. a green one. Apple, I think. Yeah. So you put them on your tongue. You let them pop in your mouth. And of course, sharing urban legends about the kids who died because of them. Well, here is your shot at having them as an adult. Taco Bell just rolled out their new firecracker burrito, which has exploding popping crystals that pop with little bursts of a spicy cayenne flavor. Right? No? (laughs) That that doesn't appeal to you? I'm I'm back in. At first, I was like, well, why would you put, like, green apple with a burrito? Right. But now that you say that they are spicy or something, I'm in. Sure. A cayenne flavor, you go for that? Right now, they're testing them around California, and you can add the popping crystals to really anything on the menu for 20 cents. There's no word on when 
What do you say? You say like make if. it make it firecracker. Yeah, firecracker yeah. style. Make it pop, Ooh. baby. No could, thanks. Could go nationwide. It sounds hot though. Cayenne is hot. No word as to when, if they do, go nationwide. And speaking of food, a new survey by Yelp asked people what food they would most likely order after a one-night stand. <laughs> Think about that. Think about all the one-night stands you've had in your life. Oh. And the food you ordered right after. Well, don't you usually leave and grab something at a drive through on the way home? The next day, yeah. <laughs> most popular answer on the board is... Pizza. Pizza. Jen, is that why you're really excited about that new drive through Panera? Yeah, baby. There we go. <laughs> what time they open? Tacos came in a distant second, but really the most common answer was nothing since two out of three people say it's kind of weird to order food with someone right after you hook up with them. Mm-hmm. Survey also found that the most attractive foods to eat on a date are pizza, ice cream, and pasta. And those are the messiest. That's what's surprising to me. I mean, if you're going to spill something or make a mess out of something, isn't it going to be one of those three? I mean, with your pizza, do you pick it up or do you use a fork with the ice cream licking it? Come on. Yeah, but that's spaghetti. The ice cream licking it's kind of on purpose for, you know. Sexy factor. Sexy time. Yeah. We went to Tahona for lunch yesterday uh, with the Wing Eye Care, John from Wing Eye Care. And uh, we were all chowing down. And, you know, and technically, I mean, it's kind of a business lunch. And so you'd think that'd be the one place you don't want to mm-hmm. eat messy. But there's no there's no neat way to do that. Right. You know? But I guess if everybody at the table's doing it, then. <laughs> you, you, no. all, you all are that Whatever. guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's not one person standing out. Mm-hmm. Coming up, the lizard man coming out during the solar eclipse. <laughs> I like that song. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 733, partly cloudy, a few afternoon and evening showers, some thunder developing at a high of 84. It's 64 now. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to skip to this story right now because I find it so... Fascinating. Yeah. I don't know why, but earlier this week, the cops in Greenville, South Carolina, felt the need to specifically ask people not to shoot Bigfoot if they saw him. Well, why would you want to... Sh- I mean, I just don't get that. He'd be an endangered species. Don't we want to protect him? But isn't that a bizarre statement to just suddenly come out with? By the way, the Greenville <laughs> Police Department is asking residents not to shoot Bigfoot if you see... Wait, what? <laughs> there really is a Bigfoot? Well, somebody must have recently spotted him again. Well, now they are focused yeah. on another potential monster, the Lizard Man. <sighs> the li- Have you heard about the Lizard Man? The Lizard Man. Mm. Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp is a half reptile, half man who is believed to live in the swamps around Lee County in northeast South Carolina. And some people are worried that he could come out during the solar eclipse. The South Carolina Emergency Management Division has even tweeted asking people to report any paranormal or lizard man related activity they see during the eclipse. I wonder what kind of lizard man, what does he do? What what are his activities? I mean, is he, you know, playing bunko or is he No, he licks people with his big bunko. lizard tongue. Is that what he does? Yes. I wonder if he's like a chameleon too. Can he, you know, shade in with the forest and I then don't know. make himself he's a lizard. dark? He bites you. Like a gecko? He'll eat you up. <laughs> nah, I have no idea. Maybe he offers you car How insurance. How tall is he? 
So weird. Yeah, but that whole big, (laughs) that Bigfoot thing, though, don't you remember? It was Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe started his show. Oh, yeah, he's convinced. He has his show on A&E, I think it is, and it's called The Rob Lowe Files, and it's him going around looking for Bigfoot. So they were saying to people, Mm. he has been spotted, don't shoot. Gotcha. I mean, who are we to say there isn't a Bigfoot or there isn't a Loch Ness I believe in all of that. I mean, how, how... How many times a year are they finding an all-new species deeper in the ocean than they've ever been before? All the time. Constantly. Just just search that and get freaked out. Right. (laughs) Totally. I mean, some of it is (laughs) really like monsters. Even with the same with like spiders. They're like, there's a new spider. So Mm -hmm. why wouldn't there be Bigfoot and the lizard man? I heard the Loch Ness monster moved. He's not even in that lake anymore. Was he in Scotland? Where'd he go? I heard he's in the Ohio River now. Oh, he's probably hooking up with the lizard man. Mm-hmm. That I do believe. <laughs> and nothing's more American than taking your kids to a baseball game and then rushing home afterward with all the food you ate, which probably you overdid it, made you feel violently ill. Sports Illustrated was even looking at how likely you are to get food poisoning at 28 different major league baseball parks. And Tropicana Field in Tampa Bay is by it's far the, the worst. worst. <laughs> that is... That is just a messed up situation they got going down there. Anyway, they built that stadium and waited how many years before they actually got a team in there and they get the team in there and the stadium's already outdated. Oh, way outdated. And they're still playing there how many years later? Yeah, it's just this big, uh, ugly hunk of concrete. It is really is. Is that the is. one that's on like, the Indian burial ground, too? Or was that a different stadium I in don't Tampa? Think, uh, yeah, I don't oh, think Oh, it might be. I'm not sure. That's It's actually in St. Pete. Oh. And uh, it used to be called the Thunderdome, which was a really cool name for a place. Yeah, that but, actually was kind of cool, yeah. but then they changed it to Tropicana Field. They sold out to the man. I know. But it's a dump. <laughs> it's Is a it dump. really? It's not very. It's just outdated. It's old. Food inspectors caught 105 different violations this year that could have made people sick that is 67 percent more than any other ballpark wow. in major league baseball that's a lot uh the the 10 teams that follow or the nine that follow when it comes to food safety behind the tampa bay devil rays uh the athletics the oakland athletics uh baltimore orioles the L.A. Dodgers, the Washington Nationals, the Angels, Twins, Yankees. Yankees are on that list. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, the Texas Rangers came in at number nine. Oh, look. Cincinnati Reds made number 10. That still has us kind of in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Uh, the ballpark where you're least likely to get food poisoning is Safeco Field in Seattle. Inspectors only saw one serious food code violation this year. Just one. That's all it takes. Where was that? L.A., you said? Seattle. Seattle Mariners. I've been to that ballpark. It's a great ballpark. What's your favorite thing to get at the ballpark when you go? Hot dog, mustard and ketchup, and a Bud Light draft. Yeah, I mean, see, I think we all pretty much have our standards. I I like the nacho helmet. That's always a salad. I like uh, (laughs) peanuts. I used to reward myself. He, his, he didn't miss a beat. No. <laughs> That's just his brain. That's just how his brain works. Because he's had it before. Oh, he yeah. knows the best bang for your buck. Yeah, I'm going to go get a it salad. Is. It is. Because they give you like an entire bag of nachos in there, of the chips. And then helmet. they put, the, yeah. Do they layer the cheese? You can ask them to do the sauce and the cheese layer. But it's like 15 bucks. But seriously, it can feed two or three people. Mm. I used to reward myself after each inning. Like, 
I'm going to get a beer. Well, yeah. I'm going to get an ice cream cup. I'm going to get a hot dog. I'm going to get some peanuts. Man, if it's three up, three down, you're just spending your entire day at the... I got this. (laughs) That's what I used to do. I'm good now. But usually, I'm with Jeff. Just a hot dog, the beer, some peanuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they have all these awesome foods now. Like real restaurants. They do. And like even at the Red Stadium, they have that... um, Is it Smoky Bone Smokehouse Mm -hmm. or something out in the outfield? Taste of Belgium's there. They have Taste of Belgium. I mean, they got some serious... And I was just... I posted this article a little earlier because the Bengals have their preseason. Their first preseason game is tonight. And I think it's against Tampa. Since we were talking about Tampa, but the Bengals are bringing new foods to their stadium as well. And they have like some new kinds of hot dogs there. They have some new like grilled cheese melts. And then they have these sandwiches that they're putting on waffles. So, yeah, but I like, I go to different sporting events to do different things. Like, I go to a baseball game to get a hot dog and some beer. I go to a football game strictly to eat. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like you go pretty much everywhere. Uh, Going to eat. A Bengals game? Yeah, I'm starving. Let's go. (laughs) See, they also have this is something, this is what it was the brunch and pork tenderloin waffle. Doesn't oh my this God. sound good? It does. Crispy pork tenderloin with smoky bacon, maple and yogurt sauce, and baby kale on a Belgian waffle. Mm. I mean, you know, if the team sucks, you right. can walk around and get your fix of food. You got to have something to right. feel good to about. To entice you. <laughs> right. Because oh, uh, I have no interest in going to a restaurant at a baseball game, but I'll do. I'll totally do that at, at Paul Bingham, Brown. Yeah. yeah. Does Paul Brown uh, new restaurant uh, food? Is that on uh, Uber Eats? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, we do need to take another look at Uber Eats today. One of you all. I got a. I'm not financing Uber Eats every morning. People. I know. I'll get the app. Six oh one. Jen's like, I am starving. <laughs> I got it on my phone. Yeah, let's do it on Jeff's. Yeah, Jeff's turn. I didn't eat yesterday, and I packed today. So maybe if we're gonna Uber Eats every day, you guys could tell me not to pack my lunch. That's such an easy <laughs> app to navigate to. They did that well. What restaurants are are, are are our options? Well, tons of them. There are a ton, but a lot of them don't open until a little later. But for example, for breakfast, for yeah. breakfast I think the McDonald's, um, they both open at 4 a.m., but there's Einstein Brother Bagels on here, Street Corner Market at the Banks, Press on Mammoth. You can do uh, graters. You can get ice cream. But they all start kind of opening a little bit more and more as the morning goes on. So if you wait until like 9, you might have more of an option than you do at, say, 742. Gotcha. Steak and shake on that list? It's not. Smooth Nitro mm. Coffee, Urbana Cafe. But if you click on some of these, they have, you know, like the Corner Street Market has all kinds of different. You can get ham, bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant. You can get sausage, egg, and cheese on a ciabatta. I need Skyline to open earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for a three-way right now. Who's in? Me. Sure. I'm always down for a three-way. Yeah. wonder if you could set up, like, there's so many Skyline franchises. And, you know, they got them in, like, they got them at the zoo. Oh, yeah. They, they have got them at everywhere. Kings Island. You know, they got them in hospitals. Is there any reason why we can't have one here at the radio station? Just a little, like a pop-up, like a like a Skyline kiosk? A gentleman in a white a white shirt. Yeah, I mean, if we can make the graders thing happen here, why not? <laughs> oh my god! I'll pass your idea along to Mike Frederick, our general manager. Yes, thank you, Richie. He's always looking for bright ideas. This well, that's true. mine. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> make sure you give credit to Jeff. It's his. 
You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not sure this woman gets how anything works. There is a science museum in Dallas that is holding a solar eclipse viewing party a week from Monday, and a woman <laughs> wrote a comment on their Facebook page earlier this week asking them to reschedule since it's a school night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people began mocking her immediately, as as people on social media do. So she eventually deleted the comment. Oh, now I feel uh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> because she was publicly ridiculed. <laughs> right. First thing Jen asked when she came into work, how were the comments on my closet picture? Are people being Are nice? Are people being nice? People being nice. Thanks Most for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.